You're listening to the Bearded Theologians podcast, hosted by Zach Bechtold and Matt Franks. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast and check us out online at beardedtheologians.com. Listening to the Bearded Theologians podcast, hosted by Matt Franks and Zach Bechtold. This week on the podcast, uh, we're going to look at uh, something that we haven't talked about on the the uh, podcast yet. Uh, at least according to YouTube and our uh, uh, website, we have never talked about Pentecost on this on this uh, um, podcast. And if you find us wrong, we will give you a Bearded Theologians button. Yes, How's that? and you have to actually prove the actual audio clip and video. Right of Zach and I actually talking about Pentecost. Cause as far as I can remember, we cannot remember any one of those conversations. And so Zach, as we think about Pentecost this week, what are some things that kind of come to mind for you? And I, lo- I love Pentecost uh, one, because we get to change uh, our pyramids and everything over in the sanctuary to red. Uh, and it's really the only time maybe outside of Holy week, if you use red during Holy week um, that we get to use that we get to use red. So I like that, but it's, um, it's in end. It's the weekend we talk about intentionally about the Holy Spirit, which we don't tend to talk about a whole lot in the Methodist Church, um, or or in church in general. Just it's a hard topic. Um, the Holy Spirit's one of those. Um, it's one of the things in the church that's a holy mystery, and and we have a hard time explaining what and why and when and how. Uh, but Pentecost really gives us the starting point for a lot of things. Um, it's it's the uh, reality of the promise of that Jesus made that the Holy Spirit will come after I'm gone. Um, but it's also the start of the church, uh, with Peter and, and the other disciples, uh, re- receiving the Holy Spirit and fire and, um, uh, speaking, uh, different languages and people around them thinking they're drunk. Uh, it's a great, great story found in Acts, uh, chapter two. It's a ton of fun. And, uh, it's one of my favorite Sundays to preach. Um, just because it is so specific and that's, that's the story we have. Um, and you get to make a lot of fire references and, and puns and things like that. So, um, but yeah, I mean, it's just a lot, a lot of beginnings, um, and, uh, with Pentecost and that, that's it in a nutshell, I guess. What do you, what do you think about Matt when, when you think about Pentecost and what it, what it means and what it is and when it comes around every year? Um, I think one of the things I think about, and if you look in the story, um, I love the I love this part of the story. You know, they're having this Pentecost moment, this holy sacred moment, mm-hmm. and and you know, obviously they're upstairs and and things are going on and, and things are happening, and and people downstairs um, are wondering, you know, man, are they, are these people drunk? You know, like man, they're carrying on like, like this commotion. What's going on? And and the curiosity and um, kind of the judgment that happens from the outsiders um, is kind of interesting because then Peter's response is always great. You know, it's only like 9 a.m. We're not drunk. The Holy Spirit, you know, like, and, and so, um, I challenged Shanna this week. Shanna's preaching for us this week. Um, I asked her, I was like, you know, what's really kind of crazy when you think about it, um, perception means a lot within the church, uh, inside and outside. And we've been having, uh, in social media circles, there's been this conversation of Laurel or, uh, Yanni. Yanni. And, um, you know, perception in that matters and it, it provides, you know, like, you know, there's so much you can look into that and read into that. And, um, it's been fun watching those conversations appear and what do you hear? What do you see? You know, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. 
And you think about it in regards to the backdrop of Pentecost, it's kind of the same thing, you know, like, what do you hear? What do you see? What's going on? And, and how's that making an impact on you? And, you know, the, the, the whole idea that, that the church itself um, really kind of got its start there, mm-hmm. um, you know, with the foundation set by Jesus, but the, they caught the Holy Spirit and went out. Um, I think that that's key, you know, and, and I think the thing that we forget and the thing that we kind of forget like lose track of is that um, this beginning wasn't easy and it wasn't accepted by all. And I think even in today's world, as we look at the church today, as we're looking at, you know, we're talking about reformation, regardless of what denomination you're in, we're talking about looking at church in a new light in a new way. Um, And as we think about reformation within our time, Mm-hmm. Um, there are some things that we're doing that people don't understand or some things we're trying to do, or people think that we're drunk because we're trying to do this and right. um, passing judgment in its own way. And so we're kind of in our own little Pentecost moment. And the question that we have to wrestle with are we, is, are we going to catch the spirit and go out in the world like the disciples did? And, and we're willing to do whatever it took to spread this good news that, that God loves us and cares about us. And that if you believe in him, you'll have eternal life. I mean, what a, what a great story even for today as we struggle with mm-hmm. uh, a society that kind of is on the brink of destruction, but then also could be on the, it could tip back the other way and we could actually bring it all together if we're willing to, to accept the Holy Spirit's guidance in this. Well, and I think that's where we find hope. Um, and, and I think every generation could say, say that very thing. Society, society is on the brink of, of destruction or of disaster or whatever. Um, you know, whether it be, you know, our, our grandparents' generation in World War II and, or theirs, you know, there, there's all, each generation has that moment of, we're just going to hell in a handbasket and what do we do? And, you know, there's no hope. Well, there is hope. And, it, and it's like you say, we, we have to trust and rely on the Holy Spirit to move not only within us, but within this world um, and, and trust in that, that movement of the spirit and say, I'm going to go um, and I'm going to find hope in these places uh, where it seems hopeless and do all that I can. Even when people think I'm drunk uh, or crazy or whatever, I'm still going to go. Um, and I think far too often we talk, I think we talk about this a lot. Far too often we get stuck in our churches we get stuck in the pews, we get stuck in our day-to-day routines, and, and we miss the Holy Spirit, or we ignore it, or we just simply don't leave those places uh, and go out into this world um, for a lot of reasons. Maybe it's fear that somebody might think we're drunk or crazy or whatever. Um, maybe it's just fear of, of being turned down and told no. Um, maybe it's just fear of, I don't know what to do. Um, but we do, we, we get stuck in those ruts and in those places and we don't leave the church. We don't leave our homes. We don't leave these places and go out into this world, uh, taking the spirit that we've all been given, um, out. I mean, we, I don't know, maybe it's just one of those things we're trying to hold and bottle up all for ourselves and hope for the best. Um, well, I was thinking, you know, um, <laughs> that little kid song, I'm gonna sing when the spirit says sing. I'm gonna sing when the spirit says sing. Right. And I think that, you know, maybe the, the Pentecost question that we have to wrestle with and, and ask ourselves is, are, are we willing to sing when the spirit says sing? Sure. Um, and shout and you know, whatever the other ones are. I'm not really good at children's <laughs> songs. But, um, and I no. try not to be. It's not my forte. Right. But, um, 
Man, could you imagine like could you imagine like even if you're in a community, if we if the community caught fire with the Holy Spirit and we're willing to engage the community without with love, what that would look mm-hmm. like in your community, I think that'd just be huge. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I think that for this week, as we think about that, and you know, as you celebrate Pentecost on Sunday, please don't forget to wear red, orange, yellow, whatever color you inspire fire to be. Um, but as you think about Pentecost Sunday, um, think about how the Pentecost message, you know, go back, look at Acts 2 and think about how that could speak to you and what that could motivate you to do. Um, I think when you mm-hmm. open yourself up to that, it'll be amazing to see what God does to you and for you. Yeah. I mean, it, and look, Look at all of Acts chapter two. I mean, there's a ton there. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, it's great. And, and into chapter three and the things that they, that, that the disciples, Peter and John and all those guys keep going and doing, they don't just end with Pentecost and uh, in, in starting the church, if you will. Um, but they keep going. They heal people. They, they're questioned and on and on. I mean, they just, they persevere. Um, because they believe that the spirit's with them, uh, and go And and yeah, I agree, uh, with Matt, take and read that and see what that does for you. Um, see where you find yourself within that story today, um, and where the spirit's leading you to go. Um, and don't be afraid of that. It will be scary. Um, and it won't be easy, but do your best to embrace it. And so don't be afraid this week. Just take a look. Open up Acts chapter two and see how it's speaking to you. And read all of it. Don't get stopped at those places mm-hmm. that we talked about. You know, read through it. Right. Some very powerful things in there. And we want to encourage you. Uh, maybe the Holy Spirit will lead you to and guide you to go to thebeardedtheologians.com and click buy and buy some new coffee mugs uh, for your summer drinking coffee pleasures or maybe a couple of t-shirts to, to wear at the beach. or. There you go. As you're out and about, maybe, you know, you can be like Zach and I have a different color for every camp day. Uh, you know, when I'm at sixth grade camp this year, I'll be wearing a bearded theologian every different day at camp because I have a color for every day and it makes my laundry a lot easier. Um, so we encourage you to go on there. We've got some really good uh, blog posts and some other things. Uh, we've got some really great interviews we've had the last probably like four months. We've had some phenomenal interviews. Yeah. I encourage you to go back and look at those. And so for the bearded theologians, I'm Matt Franks. I'm Zach Bechtold. Catch on fire. We hope you've enjoyed the conversations that we've had today on the Bearded Theologians Beardcast, and we'd encourage you to continue those conversations online at beardedtheologians.com or on our Facebook page. We also hope that you pick up a couple of coffee mugs to uh, satisfy your coffee mug collection. Have a good day. And then like went all the way around the arc. I mean, I went all the way down to the crowd (laughs) trying to get it real slow like. And so I got back up and we're playing 21. So the other guy was guarding him and he gets around the other guy and he goes up for the layup. <laughs> He's like, I thought you were over there. <laughs> I was for a minute. It's like, but now I have no energy. It's a, it's a Pentecost, Pentecost reference. Fire. <laughs>